0: Welcome to the Tech Arena, featuring authentic discussions between tech's leading innovators and our host Allison Klein. Now let's step into the arena. Welcome to the Tech Arena. My name is Allison Klein, and today we are coming to you from Mobile World Congress, and I'm so excited to be interviewing Jose Lopez Luque from Salnex. Welcome to the show, Jose. How are you yeah. doing, Hi, awesome.
1: Elizong? Thank you for having us, uh, and with you in the tech arena. Uh, yeah, we're excited to have this this conversation and telling you a bit more on what we are doing in, in Tenex regarding innovation.
0: So, why don't you just introduce your role at sonex and for those who didn't listen to our episode last year from Mobile World, just tell us a little bit more about the company.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Tenex is the it's our, our company It's the biggest player in in Europe. We have uh, around 140,000 telecom towers in in 12 different countries all around uh, around Europe. And basically Mm -hmm. what what we do, our main business, is to to provide the space and the infrastructure for the mobile network operators to install their equipment on their antennas. This is our core business, and besides that, we provide other services like we provide the fiber to the tower and different kinds of connectivity solutions. Also, we build uh, that system the systems for, for stadiums, for example, some for stadiums, and uh, hospitals. So, yeah, this is, this is the, the main business.
0: So Linux was on the program last year, as I mentioned, and we talked about 5G and, you know, the amount of towers that you have is just so impressive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to dive deeper into your 5G med product project. What is this? mm
1: mm-hmm. So, yeah, 5G MET is a, is a project funded by the European Commission under the Horizon 2020 uh, program. And basically, the, the the objective of this project is to, pro- to provide an infrastructure or, a, let's say, a technology architecture to be able to provide seamless CCAM services along cross-border between different European countries. In our case, 5G Met is, is, is between Spain and France, but this will be the blueprint for further deployments in, in other countries. So basically, the European Commission has identified several main transport corridors. There are 10 big mm-hmm. transport corridors in Europe, and this one where 5G Met is deploying infrastructure is one of them.
0: What are the unique challenges of deploying 5G in this use case? Mm-hmm. Why did the European Commission take this one on in particular? And what have you learned thus far in working with the cross-border team?
1: Yeah, here in the project, what we want to, to show is that 5G technology, not only 5G, but 5G together with edge computing and other, other technologies, are foreseeing the requirements that CCAM services need. In the cross border, mm-hmm. and which are these requirements. Basically, the usual problem you have when you're crossing the border between countries and you change from one operator to the other is that you have a call drop. And if you are if you're having a uh, simply a normal phone call, the call is dropping, or you have a data service, you get out of data. And normally, the device takes one minute to attach the other network. So. Really, in this period of time, you can also have services like, for example, remote driving. This is one of the use cases we are testing in 5 met, So we have an autonomous car which is supported by remote driving, which means that if the autonomous car has some problem and it cannot continue driving by itself, a remote driver from the central from a control center, from a central office of the of the car operator takes the car remotely and is driving the car to a safe location. Mm -hmm. And in order to do this between cross-borders, when you uh, cross from one network to another, this interruption time, what we call inter-PLM handover, because it's a handover between two networks, has to be less than more or less 100 milliseconds. Wow. And this is uh, something that is, is not implemented commercially in any network yet. And this is something we have successfully tested with technology.
0: It's interesting. You know, when I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking about use cases and I've experienced that on trains or driving across Europe where my phone will drop and then, you know, you'll get a little text that says you're now on Telefonica Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, obviously autonomous driving can't afford that minute. What other use cases are there that are critical, mm-hmm. and how will consumers benefit from the 5G med technology holistically?
1: Mm-hmm. Basically, we are here with uh, dealing with four different use cases. The first one, as, as I said, is the uh, remote driving use case. Then we have two more referring to the automotive sector. One of, of them is like competitive awareness. So for traffic situations, for example, if there is an accident, if there is an obstacle, the car seeing the obstacle will report to the to the other cars around him. Not report only about the obstacle, but it will send different uh, traffic strategies for the other cars. If the other cars are autonomous cars, so that they can change the lane automatically, they can accelerate, they can brake, or if if the car is driven by a, by a, a driver. The system will send recommendations, say, same as before. Reduce the speed, change the lane, the lane, etc. And also we have entertainment or what we call infotainment use cases, which applies both for automotive and for railways. You can imagine in a in a car someone is, is watching a, a movie on streaming or a concert, even with a VR glasses, together with friends, and he was he wants to, for this you always need Uh, very low latency. So what we are doing also, with we have deployed edge computing, so different servers in each country, and when the car is is crossing the border by geolocation, the, the application server is also changing the physical server. So in that way, we are always assuring the minimum latency possible to... Yeah, so that these services is possible and available for, for the user in both countries.
0: So there's a handoff of that video transcoding exactly. from one server to another. Exactly.
1: Nice. right so at uh, the beginning I was I was talking not not only about connectivity, continuity, but really service continuity. We provide this mm-hmm. con- this continuity of, at the network level, but also on the application level.
0: It really does expose some complexity in edge services that need to be thought through. And what a great place to test it at a cross-border situation where it's absolutely required, right? Now, I, w- I do want to know what is unique about CELNEX's role within mm-hmm. this program. And how does it fit into the broader purview of technology delivery for the company? Mm-hmm.
1: So here we are leveraging our business model as military host Basically, a neutral host is an infrastructure provider, like Cellnex that enable a different mobile network operators to share the infrastructure in order to reduce cost, to reduce CAPEX, to reduce OPEX. So what we are doing is like, we're offering the infrastructure, as, as we were discussing before, we offer the tower. And not only one operator can use this tower, but maybe two or three operators. First of all, in this way. We are covering with uh, less capex, normally highways or areas that are not covered by by mobile operators because uh, they don't have any benefits or not enough benefits. Let's say in these areas because the low density of population, and for them to cover a highway nowadays is not um, is not a good investment. So that so that's why why we build infrastructure and we go to the operators and we without that's, uh, Telefonica, Orange, Vodafone, uh, you can share this infrastructure so you will be able to provide this network coverage to, to provide SIGAM services at a lower cost. This is, this is one of our um, propositions. And then also, to implement this what we call this inter-telemental over this seamless connectivity between countries, the network configuration is quite a complex one. So, Sandwich is present in 12, in 12 different countries in Europe, and it's much easier to, congi- uh, to configure the network if the same uh, uh, infrastructure provider is behind the same network in the two countries.
0: Sure, that makes a lot of sense. We're at the MWC. This is a fantastic show to understand What's the latest in networking technology, both from a standpoint of the mobile space, but also from network infrastructure? Mm-hmm. What is exciting at this show this year? And what are you looking forward to hearing about from others in the mm-hmm. industry?
1: So I'm uh, looking forward to see the latest developments in open run because, yeah, of course open run, it's, it's, it's much more about active run equipment, but it's, it also has an impact on the infrastructure. Because with a new centralized architecture, we will need new places to install new servers, so this is really impacting Ceex business. And yeah, so really looking forward to have a look on that. And then, of course, we are also interested in in AI and yeah, all the, the evolution of, of all these technologies, of course.
0: I think that AI is going to be huge this yes. year. I mean, it was it was definitely present last year, but I don't think that we really understood how much generative AI was going to invade across all use cases and technology. Yes. I'm excited to see what vendors are talking about. What's next for Cellnex in
1: 2024? So, so yeah, basically we will go along uh, with, with our clients, which are the mobile operators, are demanding for us, from us in order to to provide connectivity in, in these places where nowadays we have uh, coverage gaps like in the cross borders. So basically, we will uh, deploy all the infrastructure needed for micro sites like big towers or also small cells for densification in the cities or distributed antenna systems to yeah, to be able to to bring to. To, to real life all these use cases I was describing before, like like the remote driving, for example.
0: I'm really excited for that. I mean you think about the potential of autonomous driving and, and this is just a key use case that needs to be worked out before we can safely deploy that at scale. I'm really excited about the work that you shared today. How can listeners engage with Solnex and learn more about what we talked about today? <laughs>
1: Yes, so you can check out our website, cemex.com. And also, if you want to know more about the project, the 5gMet project, you can check our project website. It's 5gmet.eu. You will find there all the information about all the different use cases we are deploying
0: and testing. Fantastic. Well, Jose, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the tech arena. It was a real pleasure. Thank you for having
1: us. Also a pleasure. Thanks for joining The Tech
0: Arena. Subscribe and engage at our website, thetecharena.net. All content is copyrighted by The Tech Arena.